This is High Dime Anxiety Podcast. Welcome to the space devoted to speaking your mind about the times, from what's relevant in the now and way back when. Join me with guests to expect a frequency like no other. Are you ready? Because I am. It's Jada Diamond. Hey guys, it's your girl, Jada Diamonds, back for another podcast. This is episode two. I'm so excited. Get ready. Okay, so I have a few topics here that I want to discuss today um, on our series, Is This Our New Normal? Yes, it's going to be a series. I pondered on the idea, and so I decided I'm going to just call this our new normal until some new shit happens okay so quarantine is our new normal until some new shit happens so exciting so right now i have my wine here i have my incense that i got my premium incense triloka saddlewood that i bought from whole foods whole foods does have some really good incense i'm about to light one and so what we have up on the um topics list for today right now our hot topics have to be this quarantine all right it's just um a, a factor that has to be presented in today's time i was just telling my boyfriend i was like i feel like i'm an old lady what you say babe i wasn't old i was what when I was like, I'm so old. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not old. I'm talking about mature things, right? So, because a lot of my friends that I know, they're focused more so on their businesses. And they don't really keep um, keep up with current events and news. So, you know, my podcast will be one of the outlets that lets you guys know what's going on in today's society. As well as what's going on in my life and things around me. So, like I said, this podcast is my podcast, and I'm going to discuss what I want to discuss. And right now, it's this quarantine, okay? Because we're all in it. In every corner of the world, there's an issue with the coronavirus. So, it's a big current event, and I feel like it's very important to discuss it. Um, So, we're going to just be talking about that in the fallout, such as possibly our recession well actually there's no possibly to it we are in a recession whether anyone wants to admit it or not outside of the media and the news we're in a recession so the topic could be are we going to go into a depression because right now we are in a recession and the definition of recession is totally different from the definition of a depression so we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about these $1,200 minimum stimulus checks 34 for families of four or more. All right, China. We're going to talk about China and how it has reopened after two months of being completely on lockdown. And India is on a 21-day lockdown starting two days ago. Um, Talking about how Italy has lost over 700 people, which was their highest to date on the 24th of March nurses as soldiers just a lot of stuff i have listed here for today to discuss so we're just gonna get straight into it so you guys sit back you know you're probably washing dishes right now i've already gotten reviews and dms about when's a good time for people to listen to my podcast and a lot of people have said that i was a great voice 
to wake them up in the morning which was an awesome compliment so thank you for those compliments thank you for the listens because i know i've only done one podcast but i am receptive to everything that i'm receiving in good faith that i continue on with this journey so thank you thank you thank you to everyone who's listening to me um so yeah so just getting straight on into it america is in a recession and donald trump only cares about the money all right it seems like he doesn't care about anybody who's dying at this point he just wants to make sure that people aren't committing suicide because they don't have any fucking money all right that's all i'm really seeing in the news he doesn't care about anything else and so i think that a lot of people need to gather their thoughts and get their lives together and understand that as millennials all right 1981 people who are born from 1981 to 1994 um are millennials and so what you guys need to understand is how to navigate through a recession now this is not the place that's going to teach you how to do that (laughs) okay i'm 28 i just turned 28 march 9th and i'm not all the way financially literate i just know what works for me and I also have a boyfriend now who is really good at saving money. Like, he's really great. He's, like, really financially savvy. So, I, I trust that he would not let me fall by the wayside. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so he is so funny. But I trust that he will not let me fall by the wayside um, and, like, dwindle all of my funds in this um, dire need. But also... Um, I have been saying over and over to myself and I've expressed and shared on social media how I'm glad that I stayed in school because Lord knows I wanted to quit numerous times. But, you know, the fact that I stayed in school and I pushed forward has afforded me the opportunity in this time to not be afraid of what the next steps are with America because my profession, as we all know, that I am a school teacher for the moment who's trying to follow her dreams into, you know, the social media realm and being a personality and just sharing my life with other people. But I have a fallback plan, which is education. And I don't have to really worry as much as others. But I have others who are my friends and I have family members who don't know where their next meal is going to come from. They don't know about this money. They're looking forward to uh, the stimulus package that'll be coming out in early April, as early as April 4th, next Friday. And So, yeah, we have a lot of things to think about. So just thinking about how you're going to navigate through this recession, I like urge all of you to just start taking notes, get a journal, saving your money, only buying groceries, things like that. Just think about it. Google a recession and how to get through a recession. Like educate yourself because there is a lot of us millennials out there who are still um, very withdrawn from what today's reality is and i'm just trying to tell you like it's time to grow up like i still follow people who live with their parents i'm not trying to knock nobody or down anybody by what their financial state is but if you are 23 and 24 still living with your parents that's kind of an issue and so but it's it'll help you through this time so i just encourage everybody to just google recessions and how to get through them and how they work and stuff like that and just look at it from this standpoint this has to be serious if congress had to pass a two trillion dollar uh bill that afforded them to be able to send every 
taxpaying American at least the minimum of $1,200 to put that back into the economy because the economy has lost so much money. Also, I urge you to think about it like this. Why in the fuck would Congress pass a bill and give us borrowed money to put back into the economy? All right. So think about it as or I think about it like this. I'm poor, right? To them, I'm poor. To other people, I'm middle class. I survive. I thrive. I'm able to buy groceries when I want. I'm able to pay all of my bills. And I'm able to have extra money on the side to take care of my daughter, take care of myself, and, you know, just do things that we want to do. Like, I can travel. I can buy nice shoes. I'm a big sneakerhead. Stuff like that, right? But that's regular average mentality and average mindset i'm trying to exceed that and go higher and take myself to another level so i'm thinking about it like this you guys are giving me twelve hundred dollars to spend and put it back into the economy so that all the rich people can get richer or stay richer whereas i have this middle mindset of well you know seize the day or What else could I say? Um, Whatever. What I'm trying to say is take that stimulus check and do something greater with it besides spend it on a pair of Jordans or a pair of Balenciagas or a Louis Vuitton bag or something like that. It's not a refund check. It's really like it's really a strategy for the richer people to get their money back from all all that they're losing from this coronavirus. So just think about it and take that in stride. And I say do your research on that. And just look at things from a different perspective because we all are afforded the the chance and the opportunity to to Google because Google is your best friend. But to educate yourselves on uh, current events and things that are uh, you think and things that you think are beyond you, but they're really not beyond you. They are of you. Stuff that's going on around you is really having to do exactly with who you are. Think about your social security number. I don't want to go deep into that, okay? Because I haven't done all of my research, but I'm hip to enough to understand that i'm going to get myself out of this middle class and i'm going to take myself to the upper class and even beyond because i just i just believe that the government and other um other people have different types of uh, agendas aside from just making sure that we are healthy and safe um moving forward to the fact that china has reopened after two months of lockdown That means that they're doing something right and we are doing something completely wrong. And honestly, it's not our fault that one of the wrong things is that our president refused to acknowledge that there was a problem two months ago. Okay, he knew that the coronavirus was tearing China apart in January and he just refused to think about it in that way. And he probably thought that, oh, my gosh, America is not going to be affected as bad as China. So... That he's really just our biggest problem. But I look at it like this. Stay inside unless you have to go to the grocery store. Unless you need to go for a walk. Because the fact that China was on a mandated lockdown for two months. Now they're out and about. Now they do still have their masks on. You know to protect their um, their breathing. Um, excuse me guys. This is me opening up uh, my incense package. This incense really do, they make me, um, they make me feel good. Incense make me feel good. They, 
mellow me out. I suffer from anxiety, but I do not broadcast that to the public because, like, I'm not a victim. You know what I'm saying? And I'm working on it with God because God's the only person who truly can fix it because I refuse to be medicated. But that's another subject for another day. But, yeah. Um, China, the fact that China was mandated to stay in their houses um it shows that that actually worked and that you know listening to your government and like actually taking the time to be at home shortened to almost eliminated the curve of the coronavirus and they're able to go back and retreat to their everyday lives so i know we don't like being told what to do we're grown-ass people but it makes the most sense right now because this is a serious thing now i'm not going to talk any more about staying inside because everyone Everybody is an adult, and I completely had a breakdown moment a couple of days ago on my Instagram because I was so fucking sick of Kylie Jenner telling us to stay in the fucking house. Like, I'm in my mind, in my opinion, I'm like, I'm older than you. I don't need you telling me what to do. Like, some of the, yes, you are one of the biggest influencers in the world, but you don't have to keep telling people to stay in the house. Like, bitch, we understand the seriousness and the severity of the coronavirus, COVID-19. Like, I don't need you. So, because I felt that way, I'm going to shut the hell up, too. Because I know y'all don't need me to keep saying, stay inside. So, let me shut my ass up, too, because y'all grown. Moving forward, okay? Um, Italy had its biggest death toll uh, March um, 24th. They lost 700 people in one day. Um, that's really big. Like, that's, you're, people are still dying, so it's scary, which takes me back to stay in the house, okay? I just thought that, that you guys should know that. Like, we haven't hit that many people dying in one day, but, like, I think we've lost as much as 224 people in one day in the U.S., so that's a lot of people. Um, but over 150,000 people have been cured, so that's also a good sign. So, you know, it just is what it is right now with viruses. Um, I also wrote down that I feel that nurses are the soldiers of the front line fighting the war that is the coronavirus. So they are much to be respected. And at one point, I wanted to be a nurse. But I realized that that ministry was not for me, okay? I really realized that. Not because the workload was too hard. It was just I liked writing and I liked reading too much. And so I followed my dream and my path, you know, that God put me on. But they're definitely to be respected right now because they have a lot, a lot going on. Um, I wanted to instill in my millennials what mitigation mode is. Okay, mitigation. Mitigation mode is shutting down the economy with no working, no nothing. Okay, we are already in a recession and the next to come is a depression as this coronavirus issue continues. So it's impossible right now for us to think about anybody else. Okay, we must think about ourselves and every well, it's not impossible to think about anybody else. I'm saying it's impossible to think of anything, not anybody, anything else besides what's going on in the U.S. If you are a small business, if you are working class, okay, even if you are rich, you have to stop, drop, and think. Not stop, drop, and roll. It's time to stop, drop, and think because everything around us is is failing at some point, right? And 
So us as a human race, not as a U.S., not as a Chinese, not as a Russian, us as a human race have to stop and think right now. And like, do I want my children to continue to suffer? Do I want to continue to suffer? It's time to crack down and listen to what's going on. And so right now the U.S. is in mitigation mode trying to figure out what it is that we need to do um, next. Because actually the coronavirus is going to be a continuing issue. It's going to be like flu season, okay? Flu season. We have flu season, and then flu season passes, and then summertime comes. You're going to have corona season now. So now they're going to try to figure out a virus protectant um, for us to get just like a flu shot. You're going to have a corona shot. Like this is an ongoing issue um, that needs to be fixed, and it needs to happen like soon. But until it does happen, like we have to do our part as citizens of the world not of the u.s okay so we're in mitigation mode and we need to try to get out and trying to get out is flattening the curve by staying in the house all right so another not hot topic but current event also is that the healthcare system is being overwhelmed but 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 regular people aren't getting a test this is the biggest issue that I have to date because I feel like it was a coronavirus popularity contest. Like, and all the people who were getting it were celebrities, you know, as everything else. Like, celebrities are always the first to get their hands on everything, even a fucking illness. Like, does anybody else look at it like this? Celebrities get everything, including a illness. Like, it was like a popularity contest, like, you have all all the basketball players i forget on which team okay but i know kevin durant got it um who else tom hanks and his wife got it idris album got it like all these people now slim thug got it who else um who's that other person i saw that the shade room reported Scarface, like all the celebrities are getting the coronavirus, and it's just like now that now that these at one point I thought it was a conspiracy theory, and I was like, these guys are getting paid to tell us that they have the coronavirus, like this shit isn't real. But at the same time, I'm like, oh my god, it's very very real, and it's very very scary. But why are you guys um, able to get the coronavirus test, and average Americans aren't? Like it's not as easy for everyone else. Um, I do think in smaller states, in smaller cities, it's easier uh, because here in Memphis, Tennessee, it's just like they have a pull up drive through at certain hospitals. You can go if you really feel like you have all of the symptoms, they'll give you the test and you get your test results back quickly as possible. But places like New York, California, those bigger cities with all the population, like those overpopulated cities, they're not getting as much tests as uh, we are. And so it's making it harder for people to know if they have coronavirus or not. But these celebrities are consistently getting their hands on things super fast, which makes me feel like they're very important people over the rest. But when you die, you're going to essentially go to the same place as us. Either you're going to go to heaven or you're going to go to hell or you're going to stay in the ground, whatever you depend or whatever you feel like you believe in. You're going to the same place that we're going to go. So they're still being treated to me better than the average working class American and I just think that there's a big issue and a big problem that needs to be raised on that um that's in my opinion which brings me to the topic of universal basic income (sighs) guys 
I know some people didn't want, um, what's his name? Bernie Sanders to be elected president. Um, but he had this idea. He's not the only one who has this idea of universal basic income. That will eliminate poor people. Let me just let that sit for a minute with you. Universal basic income will eliminate poverty. You won't have people on your level per se, but you will have kids will not go hungry. To me, it will make it um, less likely for a, a tons of crime in certain areas of the United States to appear because people have money. They have liquid funds. They have a bank account. They have steady income. Okay. Basic, universal basic income will change lives. And so once we buy into it and we choose as a people to understand the laws and politics, it'll be easier for things like that to go into place. Everybody has a family member who is below the poverty line. And you turn around and you look at them and you're just tired of them not not able to pay either their light bill or their rent without asking for money. But if laws were passed where universal basic income would come into place, that would not be a problem like that anymore because there's enough money to go around. But people are just so greedy or so ill-informed that it's really hard to see something like that come because we're always thinking about ourselves. You know, every time I log into social media, me included. I don't think about universal basic income every day. I only think about it when I watch politics and I read books and I read articles and newsletters and stuff like that. And I start to take myself back to the times when I was um, in college, when I read all the time and I learned new things all the time. How important stuff like universal basic income is and that mentality that you want to feed everybody. You want everybody to win. It would increase our... um, what is it? I'm losing my words. Um, universal basic income would increase our economy. It will. Everything will grow. Businesses will thrive. Like it's just a new. It will be just a new outlook on life if America has something like that. But that's another thing. All right, that's another time, another place, another day. If you want to know, learn more about universal basic income and how it works, I'll definitely link some um, articles as well as videos of um, certain politicians talking about universal basic income and how it works because for the future i do believe we're going to have a president in my lifetime that changes laws to the fact that we'll see something like that occur and when we do i'm going to come back on my high dime anxiety podcast episode two season one and i'm going to put this on social media whatever social media is going to look like when that day comes and i'm going to tell you guys like i knew it was coming i knew it was going to happen and it was needed and i said it so let's move on, move forward. Um, so yeah, schools. The question is, when will schools reopen? Okay, you need to have a declination data showing, or schools need to have declination data showing the rate of the spread of the coronavirus is going to go down, and the case being reported is going to is going up before it goes down. So basically, what that is is. We don't even know when schools are going to reopen. 
honestly, I feel as an educator, we're not going back to school this semester, period, because the data is all over the place. And so school leaders have to have a declination or basically a chart showing that the cases of the coronavirus America wide, US wide is going down and not going up. But it's in disarray because the data is everywhere. We're, we're not getting accurate data anywhere. We don't even really know how many people have the coronavirus in Shelby County, if you want to be real. Like, nowhere. All we know is the biggest places where the coronavirus is hitting hard is New York, California. But there's a lot of cases in Cook County and Chicago. All right. There's a lot of places in Georgia. Atlanta, it's a lot of places everywhere. So before schools will reopen, we need the data showing that um, the coronavirus is going down and not going up. But honestly, in all of my research, in all of my reading, I've noticed that even though Donald Trump is talking about everything being reopened by Easter, a high chance in hell. I'm looking at or I'm seeing normalcy by Labor Day. I'm sorry, Memorial Day. And Memorial Day is May 25th, if I'm not mistaken, this year. Let me check. Get these dates right. Yep, Memorial Day is Monday, May 25th. I see things being normal by then. And so the last day of school will actually have been Friday, May 22nd. I don't see us going back to school this semester because the children are very important. Keeping infection down. Kids are always sick anyway. You don't want them passing germs to each other unneeded. So, so yeah, schools, I doubt if schools reopen, okay? So, the big thing for the American people is to tell them to do a great job at self-quarantining and, and handling things, you know, necessarily, like going to the grocery store and going for a little quick exercise or walk to get some fresh air. And so, yeah, guys, that, that's um, all that I have for you as far as current events are concerned. Um, let's talk more about this mediation, okay? Or, uh, I'm sorry, not mediation. Let's talk about what we're doing in quarantine and taking time uh, for yourself. Like, a lot of things that I've been doing, this is for my people who don't have to worry so much about paying your bills or where your next meal is going to come from. And then I posted a post on my page I think it was Saturday or Sunday and I got a lot of feedback of people telling me like thank you like I didn't know that that was gonna happen like oh my gosh so please do your due diligence and make sure that you go and check and see what it is out there for you as far as your health care is concerned and paying payments on your health care making car note payments making house note payments cable electricity water there are so many things in place for emergencies like this you have to understand that you have rights as a human citizen so i posted on my instagram which is jaded diamonds j-a-d-e-d-d-i-a-m-o-n-d-s I posted on my story how you guys, my friends with car notes, call your car note, whoever your lender is, and see whatever type of thing it is out there for you. A lot of my friends on there did not even know that that was available and were like, thank you, thank you, thank you. So even if you don't need it, all I said was, 
use that extra money, invest it in something wise, save it or whatever, and use the systems that are in place for you. Use them to your benefit, okay? None of us are too young to understand investing. Even if you have, if you, $500 can make you $500,000 if you have the right mindset. So once again, it's all about doing your research, okay? I remember one time saying, well, I'm just 23, or I'm just 24, I'm just 25. Right now, I'm 28 years old. I have two full years left before I hit my 30s. And like, I feel like it's grind time. Like, it's no time to sit down and chat. Like, we are on a new level. And like, you as a person, as a regular millennial person, your life is in your own hands. And you have to take it and grab it and go with it and run with it. And I know everybody's ambition levels are different. But still... You have to maintain a certain normalcy about yourself. Whether you're comfortable just with making fifty thousand dollars and you only make thirty, do something to make that twenty extra thousand dollars. Do something to like get your savings up. Like, and I feel like this is a good a time as any, because we won't be in this recession for long. Uh, I don't believe it at all, and I think America will recover within six to twelve months. And honestly, black people, because I know that that's the most, the majority of the people who probably will be listening to me for right now. Black people been going through shit like this since the beginning of the United States time. We were slaves. Like, we've been hustling. We've been living paycheck to paycheck. We understand the way this works. So, we're not really bothered by it as much as white people or white collar people are. So, that's why I say use your stimulus package check. Use all of the, the resources available for you to get forbearance on any loans that you have. And, like, make it work for you and your situation, you know? That's all I'm saying. Just take some time and think and write down um, write down some stuff. Um, get your mind together. And then, also, meditation. Like, devote some time to yourself on a daily basis during this time. Because as soon as the world starts back going... We're going to all hit the ground running like everybody. I see it happening everywhere except for me because if if we get if we open back up in the summertime, I'm still going to be chilling. But everybody's not going to be like me. So use its time to meditate. Um, I've been doing my so I've been doing self-realization lessons and um so learning how to meditate the proper way, proper posture, proper breathing and I feel like I tapped into a different dimension the other night. I was telling my boyfriend, I was like, I had to stop meditating. I meditated for eight minutes. I feel like I was meditating for 30 minutes. And I feel like I was getting took into another realm of thinking. And it was scary for me. But I'm not, I'm not scared in a way that I don't want to do it anymore. I'm scared in a way of this is going to open up some shit. And like open my eyes to some real shit and like be able to make me like go into like a new go to a new level of thinking. And so so just learning how to meditate and look up writing prompts to write to start your gratitude journal, do some self pampering. You know, I know I need a wax right now. I need a manicure. I need my eyebrows done. But the world is closed down for right now. So do a little manicure on yourself, a little pedicure, a little facial steam in the bathtub. Read a little bit more, you know, plan your days out for when the world starts back. Find new things to do that interest you or old things that used to interest you. Now you can tap back into because you have a little more extra time on your hands. Also, look at this time as a blessing and stand still and catch your breath. Like take a deep breath, catch your breath 
and then just thank God for this extra time. Um, And until next time, you guys, I guess I'll talk to you next week. Once again, I'm so grateful for all of my listeners. Make sure to rate this podcast. It helps me a lot. And subscribe to the podcast for more updates from your girl, Jada Diamonds. And I'll see you guys or I'll speak to you guys in my next podcast. Thank you again for listening. And bye.